Welcome to ForeverFit.tv, your online source for fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle. With your host, Nicola Riley, personal trainer, nutrition, and lifestyle coach, here to help you get in the best shape of your life. Welcome to Forever Fit, your favorite health and fitness podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be finding out all about personalities. I'm Nicola Riley, and joining me today is Kim Morrison. Kim is a professional health and lifestyle educator with over 25 years experience in the health, fitness and beauty industries. Kim developed her skills in aromatherapy alongside tactile therapies, homeobotanical therapies, fitness consulting and personal training. Visionary, creative and innovative, she has been acknowledged as a world leader in her field. Kim proves that you can have it all a successful, balanced career, family, social and community life while maintaining a healthy sense of self. Her self-care workshops and keynote presentations are uplifting, practical and inspirational. One of her amazing products that she has at the moment is an e-book that she has created called Why Can't You Be Normal Like Me? And which I absolutely loved reading and this is why I want to get Kim on the show so I can find out more about personalities from herself. So with that in mind, welcome Kim and thank you so much for coming on the show. Hello, hello, thank you. Thank you for having me, gorgeous. So um, why don't you start by telling listeners a bit, a bit, bit more about why you're uh, like about yourself and why you've got such an interest in personalities. I know it's quite interesting, isn't it? You know, this work saves marriages, it saves relationships, it teaches people how to understand others so that they don't a take things personally, but b also can actually communicate perhaps out of their viewpoint, not just their own. So for me, I got interested in it many years ago in New Zealand when I was living there. Um, with a lady called Alison Mooney who has a book called Pressing the Right Buttons and she's based there in Auckland in New Zealand and she's just gorgeous. If you ever get a chance to go and hear her speak or go onto her website um, or just Google Alison Mooney, um, she's fantastic. And, and Danny and I went along to this one night, my husband and I, and we were sitting there listening to her and we were just cracking up at the way she described the different personalities. And we just totally saw ourselves in that and realized we were complete opposites, which is why at first you're unbelievably attracted to somebody and you find them so gorgeous because they're almost probably often the opposite of yourself. And then years into a marriage, you can find those same traits you found so appealing can become the most irritating thing out because they're not like you at all. But if you understand this, then you actually realize you can appreciate those differences and not make each other wrong. So it was, it was life-changing for us and it was a very humorous way to look at our faults and our idiosyncrasies and our weaknesses and also to encourage and, and help each other shine in our strengths. I, I so know what you mean when you just you do get frustrated with when you when you have your partners and you sort of just think why aren't they thinking like me or why aren't they why don't they get what I'm trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> I know it causes many an argument. <laughs> yeah. So what are the four personality types? Well, this this work in particular is based on Hippocrates, um, who theorized, you know, nearly two and a half thousand years ago, based on his clinical um, experience. He started noticing with the clients and and 
and people coming through his doors that were unwell, that there were four basic humors of the body. In other words, there were four predominant fluids of the body that were um, depicted in his findings. And like things like he found there was an excess or defici deficiency in one of these four humors, which one was black bile, one's yellow bile, one's phlegm, and one was the blood. So he started noticing all of this and then realized that in fact, part of these four humors, he then named them based on these four humors, sanguine, choleric, phlegmatic, and melancholic. And I know for many people listening to this, they'll be like, what? That sounds like a whole lot of, whole lot of gobbledygook. Um, but it was thanks to Florence Litauer here in this century and Tim LaHaye, who actually turned it into a little bit more modern um, languaging. So we have playful, powerful, precise, and peaceful, which I think might sound a little bit more easy to understand to most of us listening. So, and I've carried that on. I, I have been using this work for over 12 years, but I ended up getting my qualification over in America um, just this year so I can be a certified trainer in it, which I really wanted to do so that I could speak with more authority on the subject and, and also to get a better understanding. And Probably most amazingly what I found when I was over there after hearing a number of different doctors and different brain specialists speaking is that Florence and Tim and obviously um, Hippocrates, they certainly had it right as far as um, separating the brain into the four quadrants. If you put the Hippocrates model on top of the four quadrants, it's incredible how we also come from the frontal and the basal parts of the brain and whether we're a left or a right hemisphere type person in the brain. So um, it's quite fascinating how the two of them cross and that's probably why I got even more excited about it because it really did give a scientific approach to looking at how the personalities work as well. This isn't just, you know, some sort of quack made up thing. This is actually quite evidential and scientific in the way it's described. Yeah, and you go... Um would you be able to explain a little bit more about, um, I guess, the characteristics of each of the personality types? Yeah, sure. Well, if you if we look at the the front right, the frontal right part of the brain, which is also what we will call the sanguine playful. So the playful part of the right frontal part of the brain is very innovative, very creative, very entrepreneurial. They love stories and metaphors. They're very colorful types, funny, gregarious, often great troubleshooters and very visual. They love big ideas. They're the party people. They're social. They're the talkers. They're very enthusiastic. They often have the glass half full. They are very um, playful in their personality type. They make people laugh. They're the jokester. They're the ones at school that often get in trouble because they're the ones that talk too much or often have on their school cards would do better if they didn't talk so much. Um, you might have, if you've got one of these as a child or a partner, you'll notice they love being the center of attention. They really enjoy uh, the spotlight. They usually wear quite colorful clothing. Um, they like labels. They like um, to be seen in a societal way where they are out there. You know, they're just, they're, they're beautiful people, very people, people orientated and very friendly. And, and often they're the ones that um, have the great ideas. They've got these, they often have millions of ideas in their heads. However, of course, the fault side of that is that they're poor timekeepers. They often, you know, lie that you know they don't let the truth get in the way of a good story they exaggerate they tend to forget 
Um, they're not very good at keeping routine because they get so distracted all the time. Um, they are very... Um, they're, they're the most forgiving of all the four types because they've often forgotten what it is that they're annoyed with you about. Um, they're the type that walks into a room and goes, you know, that's enough about me. Let's talk about you. What do you think about me? Um, their world exists in their world. They they totally love the spotlight, as I said, but um, their, their, their weaknesses, if you like, is that they do tend to um, override other people or they do tend to try and outshine them or be more funny. So if you know one of these types, they're fantastic to have in your life. They're very, as I said, they're very people orientated, but they can be, they're annoying aspects. If you've married one of these, you'll find later on that they don't keep things tidy. They they tend to, they overcommit. That's a big thing for them. They'll have four parties on this weekend that said yes to because they don't want to miss out on anything. But the beautiful thing is they also feed off people um, and they like being around them. That's what gives them their, their pizzazz, if you like. And then if we look at their opposite type, which is the basal left part of the brain, which is also what we call the melancholic precise so these people are very sequential, organized, sensitive. They love lists. Um, they often make lists to, to make more lists, and they love ticking off things on those lists. Um, they're process-orientated. They, they like logic. They think order. They're cupboards. Oh, my gosh, if you turn up at their house, not only is their house usually pristine and in order, but even if you checked and opened their cupboards, they would also be all in order. So they aren't just pretend like if you turned up to a playful, she'd be like oh my gosh they're coming in 10 minutes and she'll shove everything into a cupboard but if you open the cupboard everything would fall out not these types not the precise types they are organized and that's how they operate they're very detail orientated so they like plans and schedules the the negatives of them i guess is they can get a little bit anal nitpicky pedantic um, they tend to sound like they're picking on you a lot of the time and they're not really meaning to, but they get frustrated when details aren't in order or perfectly organized. They are the most amazing timekeepers, which is interesting because they're usually attracted to the playfuls who aren't, which is why when they first meet, they have such a great thing because the precises keep the playfuls on time. But after a while, the playfuls find that these precise types are anal and, and, and annoying them by tooting the horn sitting in their car um, waiting for them while they're just on the phone or trying to grab one more thing or do one other thing before they walk out the door. So I guess the way you know you're in trouble with a precise, they don't talk too much. They tend to tut or they roll their eyes or they just do that little... <sighs> that sigh when they're annoyed with you and you know you're in trouble because they, um, they're very annoyed, you know, they're very disappointed in your behavior or that you, you know, and if you are telling a story, if you're a playful and you're telling a story and there was 50 people at the story and you've now embellished it and saying, oh my gosh, there was 500, the precises in the room will turn around and go, well, actually it was 50. Um, they like to make sure your facts are correct. They don't, they don't let you exaggerate. So um, the beautiful part about these people, they are also very, very sensitive, very sensitive types and they really think things through. They love budgets and they love really finding the best deal they can all over town. You can often pick a precise with the way they wear clothes they as I said the playfuls are quite colorful um, flamboyant and label orientated the precisest thing Audrey Hepburn um, think George Clooney I guess when he's in an Armani suit you know they love the real classic lines their hair is usually held in place with hairspray because they don't like things out of place um, but they are very 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 aware of small detail
So that's those two types. They're two opposites. The next type is the powerful or what we call the choleric. Um, the choleric powerful is, is, as it sounds, a very um, logical person, again, very analytical. It's the frontal left part of the brain. So again, sequential and organized. They excel at logic and reason. They are very reasonable people. I often call my powerful friends my vores, my voice of reason, because they are the ones that just give it to you blunt. Um, they tell it as it is. They don't waffle. They don't like small talk. They want you to get to the point. Um, they love the bottom line. Don't dilly dally or what, you know, don't, don't make it fluffy and colorful for goodness sake with these types just get to the point um, they're natural born leaders they take charge I've got a boy that's 14 now he came out of the womb almost telling me how to live my life it's hilarious um, but he is constantly you know what are we doing where are we going how's it going to happen um, and, and and if I say to him Jacob it's time to get dressed he'll go I'm not ready like they constantly challenge you and they're quite a a strong personality type. They love verbal fencing. In other words, they'll sometimes they just love to wind you up just to see your reaction because they know they can and they don't take it so personally, these guys. Um, they love control at all costs. So um, one of their greatest fears is a lack of job, lack of worth, lack of being able to create and do. But these guys really love to be in control of the situation and they're often the best ones. So um, they're very, very good. If you're in a crisis situation, it's these types usually that take charge. Thankfully, these are our, I, I, I guess, politicians, strong voices, leaders out there, lawyers, people that have got a voice and, and, and will take whatever it can to make a point the negatives of these types of course is they can come across very bossy um, very demanding um, their time frame is not in a couple of minutes it's now um, they like things done immediately um, they tend to be overpowering you can feel them into a room they have quite a strong presence about them their clothing, if you like, to recognize them straight up is, you know, they, it's practical. It's a suit, um, functional shoes, unlike the playfuls who will wear high shoes and it'll kill their feet. The powerfuls need to get somewhere fast. They tend to not go for high heels or things that aren't comfortable. Comfort is important to them because it's got to be practical. These are the types that like to play golf and have a meeting because they're killing two birds with one stone. They don't just go to socialize. They want to make sure they're achieving things. Um, and so these guys are, as I say, very powerful types. They don't need people around them, but they do like to control people. So don't be afraid of them. They do like to be told and put in their place, but so long as you do it with respect, they really appreciate respect and they love to be credited for their accomplishments. The greatest way to look after one of these types, if you're married to one, if you've got one, is tell them that no one could do it as good as they could. They're amazing people, but they need to be told and acknowledged. It's not so much an ego thing. It's just that to get more out of them, you tell them how great they are and they will absolutely thrive on it and do more. So when you understand this type, to get even more from one of these, you just keep telling them how great they are and how you couldn't do it without them. Um, but their opposite is, of course, the phlegmatic peaceful. And this is our basal right part of the brain, the part of the brain that's very people-orientated, very warm and emotional types, personable. Um, they, they have a wonderful sense of humour, um, but they're more quietly spoken. They're not gregarious and out the front like the playfuls and the powerfuls. They are very good people readers. They're great listeners. You want one of these in your life because they are the best at listening. Um, they're very wonderful at communicating their point. They're easy to connect with. They're quite easygoing. 
um, I guess their negative of that is they can be seen as quite lazy because they just, they don't care. They're okay. They can cruise. Their favorite kind of clothing is tracksuits, comfort all the way for these guys. Their motto is why stand when you can sit, why sit when you can lie down. You know, they love rest. Their absolute motto in life is they'll get the job done and they usually do it very well, slowly and methodically, but they love to be rewarded with rest or a movie or sitting on the beach or going to a spa or just taking time out. Their most important value to them is peace and quiet. They love serenity. They love listening to the birds. They tend to love music. Um, they love the arts like the precise types. Um, they really enjoy just, you know, sitting there with a good book or just taking some time out. That's how you really recognize one of these types. But as I'm, whilst I'm saying this to you, Nicola, it's really important that people understand this isn't about boxing people into one of these four squares. In fact, my whole purpose around this is I believe where we have aspects of all four types and we can flick into all four types at any one given time. But we predominantly are born with and dependent on our upbringing and circumstances are pretty much focused or dominating in one of those personality types. Yeah, that, yeah. I, my, my, my one that cracks me up whenever I, I read it and just listen to you again. I'm a phlegmatic, peaceful, and when I, when I read it, it, my motivation is rest. Yeah. And that just cracks me up because just that is totally me. Like I, I, the reason I mean, not personal trainer, but I exercise so that I stay fit. But I'm I'm motivated by just getting it done and resting on the other side. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, and the and the other peacefuls out there will be going. Yes. Yes. That's so me too. Yeah. So it's beautiful because we actually end up having an empathy for one another. And we don't make each other wrong or that they're idiots because we're trying. The idea of this work, darling, is that we, we actually see the world through other people's eyes, not just our own. And that's when you can have understanding and compassion and empathy without judgment. Totally. And um, one of the big things, like, like just touched on that, was like the motivation. Each of those personality types have a different motivation. Do you, are you able to explain what they each are? Just like the phlegmatic peaceful was yes. the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the, I guess the best way to look at it is the playful's motivation is fun. The, the sanguine playful wants to have fun at all costs. So they want to turn it all into, you know, and, and this is really important if you have one of these in your life, that you make whatever it is you want them to do or you want them to be a part of. It has to be fun. So um, for these guys, that's why they get bored easily uh, and their brains go off in different avenues. So fun, fun, fun is really important to the playfuls. To the opposites, the precise types, what they are motivated by is order. They like everything structured and organized and planned and, and they like to see things detailed. So if you've got one of these in your life, you need to give them all the facts. They are fact-orientated, these types, and they are motivated when there's a plan in place. So if you are on a fitness regime or something, these types in particular um, really work well to a plan because they like to see, in fact, all four types work well to a plan because most of the time they we need that. But these types in particular um, really thrive off plans. And I tell you what, if your plan isn't good enough for them, they'll change it, rewrite the script and make their own plan even better. Um, they're hilarious. I love them. Um, so their motivation is definitely based around um, that, that, that 
um, you know, having everything organised and um, and definitely, definitely getting as much information as they can, um, detail. The powerfuls, they're motivated, as I said to you, by um, achievements. They like to know that they've achieved. They like to know that they're going to get something done. If they're going to do a workout, they want to feel that burn. Um, these types don't tend to like yoga as much because they don't think it's working unless you give them a Bikram or a, a quite a physical um, Iyengar type of yoga. These guys really like to feel they've worked out and done something. So they're motivated mainly by control and also making sure they're achieving things. So they've got to have those sorts of things happening in order for them to get up and get going and the beautiful precise types yeah you've got to make sure you can motivate them but you've got to give them rest at the end of it and you've also got to make them feel very valued um, they they really do need to feel valued for who they are not for what they do and they don't like being compared to others so if you're going to compare a peaceful type to a powerful type who can do you know 10 things at once a peaceful if they feel that you're not valuing them for what they're doing which they do it slowly and methodically but they do it well um, you will find that they will procrastinate or they will become more more and more stubborn the more you push them so you have to be very careful with these types they're highly sensitive but to get the best out of them oh my gosh if you can say you know what and this is what I used to say you know if I've got children around me that are peacefuls I'll say hey sweetheart I tell you what Let's make sure we eat our carrots and our apple and we have this beautiful wrap I've just made you. And then after this, how about we lie down and read a story or we lie down and watch the video together or how about we just rest and, and, and this afternoon we can sit at the park together and watch the birds. You know, that lights them up. They'll get their job done and they'll make sure that they can do it because they are definitely motivated by rest and chilling out time. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and so I mean the key is um it's understanding your motivation to start with isn't it it's it's yeah. finding out because people you know they can be like they might just see or see or they have a friend that's incredibly motivated and, and they almost get them down because they aren't motivated in the same way that their friend might be like they might be you know playful mm -hmm. and so it is just yeah learning to find out what exactly motivates you personally well, I think that's the purpose of this work is really that beautiful saying, seek to understand before you're understood. The more we know ourselves and the more we know our idiosyncrasies, our strengths and our weaknesses, then the more we actually can forgive ourselves, which is so important because most of us are incredibly judgmental, particularly on our own self. Um, so, for instance, you know, if it like I, I love talking around fitness and health, but the playfuls they can get down very quickly if they're not getting results. That despite the fact that they get distracted and don't do as they should, um, these guys they can get distracted and they think I'll oh, stuff it and they'll go shopping. That's their way of switching off from stress. If they're not achieving, they'll go shopping and they'll spend. That's what they want to do to get out of the stressful situation. In fact, to really understand yourself. Um, if you're still not sure and you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, I'm, I'm a bit of a combination or I'm a mixture of those or I don't know which one I am, if you get my book, Why Can't You Be Normal Like Me, which is a downloadable ebook, you can actually take the test in there and it's a fun thing to do with the family. But really, if you hear this part, and then I'll explain from a fitness point of view, 
If you still are not sure who you are, think about what you're like when you're stressed. So when you're really stressed and not feeling your best or people are winding you up or something's annoying you or upsetting you, I want you to think about how you react when you're upset. So the playful, the sanguine playfuls, what you guys need when you are stressed is definitely attention, affection, acceptance and approval. You guys need to talk it out. You want people around you. You like to get the thing off your chest and you hate being in people's bad books. So you won't want to not please. If you've got a personal trainer that's asked you to do a certain lot of exercises and you've turned up because you've been so distracted or you ended up getting invited out for a girl's night or a boy's night out and you drank yourself silly and you didn't do what you were told, you're going to feel very guilty when you come in and you're going to try and lie. But the problem is with you sanguine, playful types is everyone sees right through you. You can't lie to save yourself. So um, it's known and you end up doing that. So then you want to talk it out and you need that attention, affection, acceptance and approval in order to move on and to be more motivated. Um, if you're this precise type, the, the melancholic precise, you guys need space, silence, sensitivity and support. So when you're stressed, the last thing you want is everyone going to you, what's wrong, what's wrong, we need to talk about it, is everything okay? You guys get more irritated with that and in fact you want space, let me process it slowly and thoughtfully through my head before I'm ready and willing and able to talk about it. And the precise types get very stressed even being around playfuls because playfuls will bear their soul and precise types, their sphincters tighten as they watch a playful tell their whole life story. They are very protective of their privacy and their their own personal worth. They, they don't like to share too much of themselves because probably most importantly is the precise types the most critical of all types and, and sadly the most critical of themselves. So if they're not being motivated with exercise, if they haven't done what they were told to do, or the probably it's not that they wouldn't do as they're told to do, they might not do it as well as they think they should have, and therefore they beat themselves up, and that will be their giving up. If they don't think they're doing it right or they can do it better, they'll end up throwing in the towel, or they'll go and eat that bar of chocolate because they'll think, stuff it, no one cares, no one's getting it right anyway. So for them, the most beautiful thing you can say to them to make them feel good is, oh my gosh, you are so right. They love those words. Oh, my gosh, you are so right. Even if they're not, if you say to them, you're right, because in their eyes they are, you're so right, they're going to think, oh, my gosh, she so gets me. Great. She understands me. I feel worthy. <laughs> now, if we look at the powerfuls, when they're really stressed, the, the choleric powerfuls, when they're stressed, they really need a sense of control. They need credit for their accomplishments and they need loyalty in the ranks. These guys are the most unforgiving of all. If you've crossed them or betrayed them, it's not three strikes and you're out. It's one strike and you are gone and you're gone usually for life. They're the most unforgiving. But if they are stressed and if you're married to one of these or you've got one of these as a child or one of them in your family or in your workplace, then the worst thing you can do is add fuel to the fire by going, why haven't you done it? Or what's your problem? Or, or confronting them and challenging them when they're in that moment. You're just going to be in for a big fight because they will give it to you and they will rip shreds off you and they don't care how you feel in that moment. Later, they might feel a little bit remorseful, but they'll still think you deserved it. And that's no disrespect to them, but that's how they see the world. They think you need to be told exactly how it is. So just be aware with these types. They can be seen as quite aggressive. But in fact, if you just calm down and be calm around them and actually give them some feedback um, and let them know that, yes, you couldn't have done it without them or no one could do it as great as you or you're the best at doing this sort of thing, then they're going to calm down and they're going to feel so much more valued.
And then our beautiful phlegmatic peacefuls, these guys need peace and quiet. When it's stressful or there's arguing or there's confrontation, they just want quiet and peace. They want to be respected, as I said before, and valued for who they are, not for what they do. And they really, truly want to be accepted. So don't look at them and think they're lazy little nutters that don't do enough. Actually, they're doing it quietly. So give them a bit of encouragement. Tell them there's nobody, nobody that does it in the same beautiful meticulous little ordered way that they do they do have their own sense of order and metic meticulousness if that's such a word but it's their way it tends to be a cruisy way but it's still their way and they want to be valued so just think about that when you're listening to all four types I'm trying to give you 12 years of work in a half hour interview so it's a little bit difficult but but I'm hoping it's making sense and do all, and do all of those, those um, personality types look at food differently Yes, uh, definitely, they, they sure do. Um, I, you know, if I'm looking at a food program for a powerful, um, definitely they've got a, you know, they, they, want ex they, they want expectations, they want to approach food, they want a protocol that's to the point, they want to know that they can eat this, this, this and this. So do the precises actually, so the left side of the brain, our, our beautiful sequential organised types, they really like to know exactly what they can eat, when they can eat it, how much they can eat it and they like to be organised. So these types tend to have their meals planned and organised They'll know, they'll probably prepare it on the Sunday so that they've got it all organized for during the week because they don't want to have to think about it. The peacefuls and playfuls would love that, but they're never as organized because they've been distracted by going out for a cup of coffee on Sunday afternoon and they never got to the supermarket and, and now they're going to have to eat on the run and, and then they tend to go for the quick fixes, so bars and, and shakes and things like that. But uh, you know, from as far as approaching food, I would say with the powerfuls, you know, don't have unrealistic expectations. And do not go overboard. Often these guys get completely pedantic and can just burn themselves out with the exercise regime that goes with it. Um, and give themselves adequate, adequate time, you know, to get those results. For the for the beautiful peacefuls, their opposite, they're going to want to make sure that they get this habit. They're going to have to really stick to it for 28 days to really make that habit stick. So they're going to have to know, again, like all four types, we need to know, particularly if someone like you, honey, has put them on a program, they like to know the list. That These guys would actually even like it if you wrote them a shopping list as well. So don't just give them the recipe. In fact, these guys would love it if you delivered the recipe all made. Um, these guys like at least a shopping list, really clear, simple. It's got to be. It's got to feel easy to these guys. The minute you start adding in three, four, five steps to creating a recipe, they're they're gone. They're, you've lost them at step two. Um, they just need quick, easy, simple recipes, which is why they get on with the powerfuls because the powerfuls actually like quick, easy, simple recipes too, um, which is why sometimes these two, when they're married and together or working out together, they work so well because they both do actually share the same values. Um, I'd also say to the to the peaceful types, you know, you know, find something that's step by step, one step at a time, um, and small, easy steps along the way. Don't jump in something too hard, too big, because you will give up the minute you've got massive lactic acid build up and it's aching and hurting. It's too painful, and you'll stop and you'll go, "It's not good for me." Um, but you've got to learn how to work through those moments and realize that actually that's part of you know. They need to understand that that's stripping the striations of the muscle fibers in order to make them strong. And by feeding them good protein, it's going to actually help build that muscle quicker and repair quicker. And the great thing to say to a peaceful, oh, my gosh, they're going to love this part. 
is the best part of a workout is resting afterwards and rest days are very important. They will nail that one, no problem. <laughs> um, as far as the playfuls are concerned around, around food, they get distracted. Um, again, these guys would love to have the meals delivered to them because the right side of the brain is very creative. They love the idea of making some great recipes, but they get so bored halfway through making it that they'd rather someone else turned up with it all made. Um, so again, you've got to make it easy and easy adaptable for these guys. Um, and you know, make sure the food's colourful. Don't make it too bland for these types because these guys get very bored very quickly, very easily. Um, their programs need to be fast-paced. They like change. They like flexibility. They like spontaneity. They love turning up to a fitness consultant or a class and the trainer's going to turn around and go, you know what, we're going to do something different today. They love hearing those words because then they don't know how much it's going to hurt or how long it's going to take. They just know it's something different and they get really lit up when you give them something more playful and interesting. The powerfuls like change and routine as well. They don't like always sticking to the same thing, but make sure it's structured for them. Um, and then our beautiful P, uh, precise types, of course, these guys are the ones that are going to stick to the plan no matter what. But unfortunately for these types, um, if they feel they fail one aspect of the recipe or the workout strategy or the program, then, as I said before, they're the most critical and judgmental. They'll either blame the program or they'll beat themselves up at how useless they are. So these guys need a lot of encouragement. These ones are the types that like to do more playful cooking. Um, so do the sanguine playfuls, actually. That's why these two get on, so long as the playfuls don't get bored. Or if you ever ring them and say, do you want to go for a glass of wine? They're in. You'll, you'll lose them the minute they get offered something social and playful. Um, so the precise types definitely give them order, structure, make sure their meals are beautiful. And they love um, meals that are beautifully placed on the plate. They don't like throw together things. Stir fries to them are okay at a, at a push, but they would rather have their plate beautifully laid out with a gorgeous, colourful salad and, and a beautifully cooked piece of meat or eggs or some sort of beautiful thing. There, They, they make theirs look the most beautiful. So it's quite beautiful being around one of these types because meals always look delightful. They can make porridge look amazing. <laughs> <laughs> They decorate. They will put. They will put little things on their plates that make it look more appealing. They'll make a poached egg look amazing because they're the ones that'll chop the parsley up and bring in a little bit of mint, a little bit of lemon, a little bit of apple cider vinegar, and they'll and you'll go, "What was that?" And they'll go, "Oh!" And their secret weapon is coconut oil. You know, they'll do that sort of thing. They're so beautiful. I love being around these types. They're very, very good at creation. <laughs> I could talk to you for hours on all of this. I love it. My big, like 10 years ago, I read the Personality Plus book. Oh, yes, by and, Florence Littauer. Yeah, and that just, and um, the five, uh, five Love Languages as well. Oh, that's one of my favourites. And that's another extension of this again. I think it's wonderful. The more we can learn about each other, the more we relate and, and accept and embrace one another, don't we? Yeah, totally. And I think it's such, a, I, such an important thing to read. Like, I'll give it to my kids when they're at that age, just to... Yeah. Learn to understand people when you go into the workforce, when you just exercise, everything. It's just so powerful. Relationships. Oh, well, I tell you, when I went to parent-teacher interviews last term, on the way I said to the kids, okay, tell me what your teachers are like. And my daughter goes, okay, mum, maths teacher, anal, pedantic. He's such a precise type. You've got no idea. And he's going to tell you that I talk too much in class. I know he will because he can't stand it when we all disrupt his class. And I went, oh, my God, that cracks me out. And then she goes, oh, but my drama teacher, so playful over the top. She loves me because I get right involved in it and da da da, da. 
oh my gosh, I swear to you, she nailed every one of her teachers. So it made it so easy for me when they were criticizing my children, any of the teachers, if they had any critique to give me, I could see why. Because most teachers tend to be precise types. Um, you know, they like structure and organization and timetables and timing, and they're very, very good and, and they're powerful. They like telling people what to do. But a lot of, of course, half of their students are precise, uh, sorry, are playfuls and peacefuls, and these guys can drive them batty. So imagine a you know, teachers learning this or a playful teacher learning that he has to make sure he keeps his class structured for the precise types or to the point for the powerfuls. You know, I, this is what I love about it, honey, is that it makes it so, um, you just appeal to all types. When I'm speaking on stage, I always make sure I address every one type of those personalities so that they all feel I don't necessarily address them as these types because not all my talks are around the personalities, but I certainly make sure that I deliver information from each of those four quadrants so that everyone gets something. And I guess that's the take-home message is that, we'll, that the world needs every single one of those personalities. Like we need the teachers, we need the world leaders, we need the... <laughs> Well, this is a, if we looked at at the personalities as a Broadway play, a play on Broadway, we've got the playfuls, which are our actors. The sanguine playfuls are out the front, the actors. We need them. We have our beautiful producers, which are our planners, our precise types. So they're the ones that are going to find the money and make sure the plan comes to play. We've got our directors, the powerfuls, who are telling everybody, without them, we'd all be all over the place. None of us would know where to go or what to do or how to do it. And, of course, without our gorgeous peaceful, our, you know, our um, phlegmatic peacefuls, we would not have the audience, people who actually enjoy the show and get to sit there and enjoy all the work and contribute with their feedback. So, you know, I look at the world as a Broadway play and we need all four types. It's so important that we value and honour all of them. Yeah, totally. Okay, so where can people find you? Okay, so, well, if you want to know more about it from the book I've written, which includes all the brain stuff as well, it's just a very short, quick ebook. It's simple to understand called Why Can't You Be Normal Like Me? Um, that's on my website, which is dot twenty eight. So the word 20, T-W-E-N-T-Y, and then the number 8.com. Or you can find me on likechocolateforwomen.com. I've got both of those websites. And, of course, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, um, and Instagram is my favorite at the moment. I'm on Like Chocolate for Women there, and I often post fitness and exercise and food recipes and things like that on there because I'm finding people – they're really enjoying the visual image of a recipe and then I just write the recipe underneath of certain things I'm doing. At the moment, I'm on an eight-week detox, sugar-free, fruit-free, dairy-free, wheat-free, grain-free protocol and I'm six weeks in and as a playful sanguine, um, it's been challenging because I love my sugar. I'm not a processed sugar lover, but I love my fruit and I love, you know, different carbs and, and I love that sweet treat after I've eaten. So, it's been a big challenge for me, um, but my powerful, because I've got quite a lot of powerful in me as well, has kicked in and it ain't given up. So, you know, when you understand that, you can see why on the days when you think stuff it and then on the days where you think I'm going for it, um, you can see how powerful it is to acknowledge that strength and take advantage of the strengths when you're in it. Yeah, totally. I love your 28 website as well. I've looked at all your oils, but they don't ship to New Zealand, do they? Yeah, we do. Um, it's just that, unfortunately, a lot of the, you know, it's just a stupid thing with postage. For some reason, I can take oils on the plane when I fly, essential oils, yeah. but for some reason, postage systems see, see them as a dangerous item, so sometimes they don't let them through, but 
we do post and they do get there. It's just sometimes they get there a little bit slower than usual. Oh, fantastic. Well, yeah. I have to get but into yes. those then. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, well, I developed this chemical-free skincare range because I really saw a need out there for people to be using, you know, we're, we're so pedantic nowadays or we tend to be a lot more aware of what we're putting into our mouth, but people don't realize and appreciate the chemicals and the hideousness that goes on with animal testing and things like that when it comes to all the personal care products we put onto our body. So I'm quite passionate about that and feel very, very driven to ensure that I educate people on understanding what happens behind the scenes and what a big farce and a big joke the beauty industry is. It's just as big a joke as the as the um, food industry, to be honest. It's run by massive conglomerates that just think that they own the world. So, yeah, it's really I really I really appreciate you saying that because it it takes a lot of work, but I really love it. So thank you. Oh no, totally. I will have to do a whole other episode on that one. I know. I know. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining me on this show. Um, I'll make sure I put all your website links underneath this. And um, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in.